Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Triscoll. Uh, the games in Legend of Zelda where Ganon is mentioned but like never shows or he's like an, an omniscient force. I'm Tommy Calhoun, the other antagonist in Legend of Zelda games, Vadi, that n- nobody ever remembers. I'm Tim. I'm just Zelda. I, dude, I knew you were going to go for Zelda. Man. Yeah, dude. That's because Tim's the prettiest of us. Well, yeah. hold on a second. Come on, guys. Tim Let's not pre- get into that. Tim do be kind of cute, Tim, Tim do, do be the prettiest no. of all three. Tim's looking like a whole come snack on. over here. Come on. <laughs> come on. I, I will say, I have recently upgraded my wardrobe. Yeah, so, I was about to uh, say, dude. Like, me and Tommy were out of town um, working on like a new place mm-hmm. to live. And you, whenever we came back, you had like fucking these like fresh as hell fits. <laughs> And me and Tommy were like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. yeah. I've never seen anybody rock a pair of pantaloons as good as Tim. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, Which know, is weird because you've also been watching a lot of One Piece. And so it makes me think, like, are the two related? Probably. Although I've also been watching One Piece and that's where I got the idea to buy so many pantaloons. That's what I was saying is that you've been watching a lot of One Piece. So oh, I, I that... thought you were talking to Tommy. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. They're completely <laughs> okay. Yeah. Related. You know what? Full disclosure. We've all been watching some One Piece. <laughs> Okay, One Piece is good, though. <laughs> yeah, see, okay. I've been watching One Piece since I was a little kid, on and off for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to get Tim to watch it, and Tim finally started. It makes it sound like it's like a, a drug or a, a pyramid It kind of feels that way, like though. That. Like, yeah. I've, been, I've been doing this shit for years. It's it's definitely got, like, older anime syndrome, where, like, at least in the parts that I've been watching, where, like, three things happens the entire episode, but yeah. it takes 25 minutes for those three things to happen. Yeah. But um, I'm still upset that I haven't been able to convince Marks and Tim to watch the superior version of One Piece, the four kids dub. I Tommy, at least up until where where it cuts off. I mean, okay, no, that's not a huge time investment. Now I ask. will say, whenever I was younger, that's the original one I watched. Yeah, because it's good. No, it's no, not. It's, not. <laughs> no, it's good. It's not. You guys no. don't know. Okay, no. yeah, but no bit, no cap. Like I absolutely did watch the four kids dub. Up to the part where it cut off. Not on purpose, but that's where I watched when I was a kid. Good. Yeah, I watched it all the way through. I, I don't want to get into also, fucking One any, Piece lore. To any weeaboo purist out there who's going to try to slam dunk on me for One Piece, one, fuck you, try again. And two, uh, I went back and watched all of it in the Funimation dub, and it was a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so listen, uh, this just in from Marcus Driscoll. Uh, fuck you, anyone who likes four kids or used to watch it ever. <laughs> yeah. If you like One Piece, or you better be watch or Digimon. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, you dare you. watch that four kids shit. Watch that fucking Funimation dub. Who makes Yu Gi Oh now? Because, like, four kids went under <sighs> to the internet. I guess this is how we're going to start feel, the episode. Like okay, hold on a second. Let's not, we're, we're done with the anime bit. Let's figure okay, this I do, out. Okay, I do just want to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree with that. I do want to see who makes Yu-Gi-Oh now, though. You guys are fucking nerds. You guys are, like, nerd asses. Is it Funimation? No way. That's what I'm looking up. Because if it's Funimation, then uh, they, their budget would be, like, insane, I feel like. Viz Media. Oh, shit. That's the people who made Naruto. Yeah, they're, they're like, really big. Well, I mean, I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh is way bigger and japan than it is here because yeah, it's fair. it's still going yeah, no one gives a fuck about Yu Gi Oh over here 
it's got a little bit of a following, but not nearly the kind it had when we if were If you kids. like Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. nowadays, fuck you. I don't care. Don't at me. Didn't we like just do like a Yu-Gi-Oh GX rewatch like a year or two ago? Yeah, but that's like that, that. You know, wait, you guys did that without me? Then. What the hell, Tommy? <laughs> this is a while. This is, I think it was longer than a year ago. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was before. I think it was before Tommy was living with us. Yeah. Uh, okay. But okay. I was gonna say, you I... always watched fucking Yu-Gi-Oh GX without me. <laughs> I would shit out of rage. Oh no. <laughs> Not a rage turd. Yeah. All right. Let's do a question. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I got one for you. Uh. It's okay. So. We're taking it back to our roots on this one. No, no, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, straight up and down submission from @antlergoth on Twitter. Thank you, @antlergoth on Twitter. Thank you. And it is Shigo from Kim Possible mm-hmm. versus Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. Now I want to come out ahead of this Kay. and say <sighs> that I want to say that mm-hmm. we're taking it. We're taking it back. We're taking back the Vegeta. This is not. Uh, mid season, late season, no. This isn't like current Vegeta. This is no. like when Vegeta lands on Earth. Yes. Okay. The moment Vegeta lands on Earth, could okay. she go take Vegeta? No. So I'm not the most well versed in Kim Possible, but and and to that end, I had to look up a picture of Shigo to know which one she was. She's the green one, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um. And does she have lasers she can shoot? Like, does she, it, I'm like, pretty sure she's got like fire or something. Things. She has uh, energy power. that she like gets in her hands, and she can use it to like. Is it like it's like negative energy or some shit? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Like she uses it if you if you, if, you, if, you, if she hits you with it, you're gonna you're gonna fucking die. Cool. If the show was not a kids show, that is what would happen. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let me put that. Let me. Let me. Let me. We're gonna be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that on there. Because, of course, in the kids' show, it just, just knocks like, people out. Oh, you yeah. get a little bruise on your face and everything's fine. No, if this was a real life, that shit kills you. Yeah. Okay, so we're just, we're giving Shigo, like, a little bit of a power boost. Then. Oh, yeah. I'm, I I would like to more or less bring Shigo into the DBZ world. You feel me? Ooh, okay, okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. like, Shigo's powers. And now, Shigo's powers, comparatively, in the scaling, I will say, not amazing. So she does struggle against, you know, normal Kim Possible. Yeah. However, I think uh, it's only fair to give her the, like, you know, give her abilities actual qualities and not just glowy fists. Yeah. Right, right, right. Is Uh, she a trained martial artist? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, She also comes from a family of superheroes. Ooh. The thing is, like, when Vegeta... Oh, yeah, let's fucking hear it, Tom. Yeah. (laughs) Let's fucking hear it. The thing is, when Vegeta and Nappa land on Earth, they fight the Z-Warriors, which are pretty much, like, probably the strongest people on earth or the strongest like collective group of people especially like goku heavily weights that but also krillin is also the strongest person in the world at that point he's the strongest with a few exceptions yeah human human. but like yeah that him and tian and all them like and they all like shit the bed against vegeta (laughs) except for like when they use chaozu but they kind of have to do like a whole Last ditch effort against him. Yeah, I think something that I was going to bring up was um, whenever they land, uh, I think it's Vegeta. No, 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 no. This was, okay, yeah, this this point still stands. Before they land, Raditz lands, and then the farmer's there, right? Mm-hmm. And Raditz straight up catches a bullet and then throws it back mm-hmm. and kills the farmer. Yeah. Um, and Vegeta and Nappa both are, like, wildly stronger than Raditz. Mm-hmm. To that end, we are giving Shigo... A Zenkai boost, and just mm-hmm. like really fucking beefing her up, putting her in this universe. Well, they took her to Namek first, and he was like, 
your power is unlocked. Now, here, oh, yeah. here's oh, the God. thing. Here, here's here's he, I don't I don't want to necessarily say that we're giving her like a Zenkai boost. I, okay. I I feel like we can take her as she is, and I don't think she wins at all. I don't think that's a possibility. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. If she, if, like, yeah. the way she is based. <laughs> yeah, no. No way. And, like, okay, I fucking love Shigo as much as the next person. You know, when I was a mm-hmm. kid, I was like, wow, Shigo's who I want to be when I grow up. Yeah, Shigo's yeah. the only person in my life that mas- mattered or has yeah. or will ever matter. Uh, the typical stuff that we yeah. all said. Uh, however, if we did buff her up just, like, a little bit, yeah. put her yeah. in the DBZ universe, you know? I feel like... I, I feel like she could kind of kick, she could kick ass. She would. I don't think she would ever be able to take on Vegeta, but I think... Um, ever, Tommy? Okay, I mean, like, if she trained enough. Ever? But, like, I don't think, like... I think humans in the DBZ universe are, un- unfortunately, just as the way it's written, at an inherent disadvantage. She goes not a human, though. Well, see, here's the what thing. is she? She's not... She's, she has fucking She's superpowers. Super okay, yeah, but, like... I think... My thing is, like, how much are we boosting her? Because, like, the power scaling in Dragon Ball Z is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And so, like, even even between, like, Saiyan Saga Vegeta and Saiyan Saga Krillin, there's an insane amount of range between mm-hmm. the two. I think that we're, where we're going to have to take this, I think what we're going to have to say on this front, uh, since the power scaling DBZ is crazy, yes, yeah. it is crazy, uh, this is what we, this is what I'm going to say. Don't don't look at this from the perspective of Vegeta is a Saiyan duo super powered race and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at mm-hmm. it from the perspective of we like Shigo better and Shigo should win because of that. Okay, I do like Shigo better, but Shigo should win because of that. Um, you know what? I'm gonna. Just... Was there a a a type of battle that was clarified? Dance battle. Well, I was thinking Shigo. Well, like a battle <laughs> no. of style or a like a battle of style. Because I think Shigo has has like a more imposing figure as a villain uh, than yeah. Vegeta does. Like Vegeta's scary and he's intimidating, but if I saw that guy walk out of his pod, I'd be like, "That guy's a fucking chump. Look at yeah. his get up. He you looks know? like a fucking loser. He looks like a like an umpire without a helmet. He looks like an umpire. Oh my god! And then I would see Shigo and I'd like be confused because I'm like, I don't know if you're gonna kill me, but if you don't. Do you want to like go get smoothies? Or... Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. no. I think, I... I'm just gonna come out and say, you know what? You're gonna make me say it. Mm-hmm. What? I think Shigo wins on the logic that Tim's using. Yeah. Uh, if we if we Dragon Ball Z booster, I think Shigo's gonna win until Vegeta becomes like a good guy. Oh, I thought you were gonna say until he turns into because I don't monkey. I don't like Vegeta as a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. He's but he's butthole man. He is butthole man. He's kind of butthole man the whole time though. Yeah, but like I'm saying, like whenever like you know probably uh, around okay, Shigo wins up until just because I like her <laughs> up until after Vegeta kills himself in the Majin Buu arc and then gets revived. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be like, I was gonna say like I start liking Vegeta around the Frieza saga. No. <laughs> I like Vegeta in the Cell Saga, but he's still like a mega asshole. Mm-hmm. But after he like sacrifices himself to save Trunks and Bulma, mm. that's when that man won my heart. So okay, that's when I start to like Vegeta more than I like Shigo. Okay, well hold on a second. Let's let's talk. Let's 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 not make this about who likes who and who better. You know, let's make it about. That's what you said. No, no. What I meant on that front is we should decide. Is in. The royal we is an I should decide. Like, we'll, uh, we'll call so... the Queen of England then because we got to fucking <laughs> No, <move on>. no. <laughs> hey, Lizzie. Um, 
Do you think that Shigo would beat Vegeta in a battle? Lizzie! <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to be the oh, one you're to busy? say anything. Oh. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Tommy, stop. Put it down, Tommy. She's telling me about her son. So I got to take this. Give me a second. Yeah? We'll be right back after these, after this break. Yeah? He did what? And we're back. <laughs> Uh, Tommy, Ufa you too? Let, it go. let it go, Tommy. Sorry, Lizzie. I'm gonna have to talk to you. Oh later. my they god, want me to not do this Lizzie stupid again. fucking podcast. Yeah, the best part about this bit is that uh, Tommy's holding his hand up <laughs> to his head, like you can fucking see him on the right. phone. Look, it helps to get in character. Okay, oh <laughs> fuck god. off. You have an actual phone sitting right in front of you, Tommy. <laughs> Your literal cell phone is sitting right in front of you. Okay, I actually talked to somebody about this the other day. Um, if you talk to people that are like younger than the like break between the millennial and the uh, gen z yeah. generation instead of holding out like a hand like the like surfs up symbol to talk yeah. about a phone they do this it's like a flat hand no way for real yeah i talked to like somebody who's a high school teacher the other day and she talked to her class the other day and they all were like why would you do this to do a phone they do this they do this because that's what a phone you looks like. You guys are saying they do this. This is an audio format. They they, they hold their hand out flat, like a, a, like like a flat palm, palm, like you're going to slap somebody and then put it up to their ear. <laughs> that just feels so wrong. Right. Why is but that, like, well, they don't have, they didn't yeah, there's grow no, up with flip phones. What are you guys talking about? Of course that's how they do it. What do you mean? What else, what like, else do they do? Because we think of this because it looks like yeah, the, the surf, kind of the curved symbol, edge yeah. of a flip phone, with but like they don't pinky, have curved phones. Yeah, the pinky out towards your mouth. What the fuck? Thumb in your ear like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do they do open palm. That's because that's closer to what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, well, I get Well, that's what they look like now, but we all thought that they looked like this, and that was like the universal sign for so long. Listen, guys. crazy. We're fucking old now, okay? Get over it. I don't like to think about that, Tim. Get over it. You're not children anymore. The concept of my own mortality (laughs) scares me. Don't make me think about it. I'm not dunking on Gen Z by doing that. I'm just like, that's fucking cool. Like, that's Mm -hmm. like, like, you know, the world, and yet the world revolves. You know what I'm saying, dude? The wheel of time turns. Yeah. The wheel in the sky keeps on turning. I'm going to keep dunking on you guys for being fucking old. I'll go on. I'm going to be young and hip with the times forever, You know what? I'm like, I'm appreciating turning into a boomer. Um, not like Don't say you know, it like that. Well, you know, like you know, getting old and <laughs> yeah, like, um, just like seeing like what kids are doing now. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. What are those kids it's up to dope. these days? I love it. Like, uh, my nephew just turned thirteen. Yeah, like that's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, dude, my little Actually, brother just his birthday. Oh, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Yeah, shout well, out. He doesn't listen to the show, and I'm never gonna let him. So. Good. Mm, my good. little brother just turned fifteen. Um, he wears clothes. Was that like you good, were about to good expose to see your the, brother? <laughs> like, the more things that. change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> yeah, I was going to start talking bad shit, but uh, I'm not going to throw him out like that. <laughs> um, no, 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 The weight no, of Lord. responsibility our voices carry now is so much more intense. Yeah. Like, we can't just speak things because they go on the internet exactly. and people hear them. What the hell? Exactly. All right, Tommy, do you have a fucking question? I do, but we've been talking. I'm sorry. I thought people listen to this fucking podcast for comedy. This is gold, Tim. We're making money right now. <laughs> All right. This is a fucking Reddit question. Uh, this comes from the Who Would Win subreddit. It was posted to the subreddit by user PK Studios, and it is Who Would Win? A guy who thinks he's a Jedi 
versus a guy who thinks he's Jack Sparrow. I already have the answer. You guys can mess around as much as you like. Okay, well, I'm going to read a little bit okay. of the clarifying information from the post. Um, there's a lot here, so I'm going to try and condense oh, it geez, down. Oh, jeez, for real? Yeah, well, yeah, they just, it's like four or five paragraphs, and Dude, I don't want to just spend the whole time reading it. Some of it. these fuckers are so gut. Like, it's um, a simple question. How much more yeah. can you explain? He, the so the Jedi guy trains for 10 years to be a Jedi, trains in Kenjutsu and Wushu, uh, partakes in a lot of sparring. He's in the TSL championships, which is, uh, like, like, oh, I guess that's the, like, actual fighting style that they have for lightsabers. Because you can actually go to places and train with a, like, quote-unquote lightsaber. It is just, you, we don't have fucking lightsabers, so it doesn't fucking matter. Um, but it's called the Lightsaber Legion or something like that. It's an actual fighting thing. It's like, a, it's like a fighting league for lightsabers? Yeah. Okay. Um... He does a lot of meditation, has, uh, he goes for, for physical training, he goes for long runs in the forest with a Yoda-sized bag of rice tied to his back. Um, Jeez. Does handstands, physical training, blah, 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 blah. I need his four o'clock, it's time for my rice bag run. <laughs> and his weapon is a Taiji Jean? I'm sorry, I don't think I pronounced that right, but it's a sword that has been made to look like a lightsaber. Okay. Um, apparently. Oh, or, no, it's a Taiji Jean sword, which has been made to look like a lightsaber, but it's a like straight two-edged sword used in the training Chinese martial art of Taiji Quan. Um, oh, okay. And then guy who thinks he's Jack Sparrow starts as an average dude, trains for ten years to be a pirate, um, doing pirate-style fencing, which is just fencing without rules, like dirty fighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, most of his fencing drills have been done on like narrow passageways to work on his balance and his training has been sparring with advanced fencers. Um, he lifts and carries barrels from one place to another and he's willing to cheat, like throwing sand and rocks in his opponent's face. His weapon is a cutlass, which is an exact replica of Jack Sparrow's. Um, he does not have a gun. Uh, he's perpetually a little bit drunk and also thinks he has Jack Sparrow's supernatural luck. And as such, sometimes he'll do things Jack Sparrow would normally luck his way out of, even though that's not how life works. I... Cool. So that's that's the basis. Okay. What do you think? Immediately so, Jedi. You, okay, hold on. Here's the thing. I I, I really enjoyed that explanation. Yeah, yeah. The that, one that part of, of this explanation. Now, hold on a second. Mm -hmm. Let me say this. This guy made this so much more complicated than it had to be. Yeah, he put this a lot was, of effort into he it. He really did. And, like, that's so great and all. But also, like, bro, how many people actually read that shit? Well, but also, it has a hun one point five k upvotes. Yeah, I would. I, 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 not including the downvotes. Tommy, so. I bet like maybe five percent of those people who upvoted actually read it. But uh, that aside, I really like the idea of someone training to be a pirate. Like, <laughs> yeah, what the true. fuck does that mean? And like, I know he kind of was talking about carrying barrels from one place to another and learning fencing, but like, that's all that goes into pirate training. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> I, I got a few gripes mm -hmm. with this. Like, I think. Uh, mostly because I think Jedi's gonna fucking hand uh, fake Jack Sparrow his ass. Mm -hmm. um, and this is why. Because he trains in fencing, right? But he uses mm -hmm. a cutlass. Yeah. And the other guy's trained in, like, martial arts and Taiji, you said? Uh, he's trained in Wushu and Taijutsu, I think is what it said. Let me see. I can't read. I can't read. Sorry. I don't know. But he's okay, trained cool. in like two martial arts or something like well, that. Well, yeah. He's like, he's, and he's like sword man. Yeah. But this guy, he's trained in fencing, but he uses a cutlass. None of that matters because he's just going to use his gun. He doesn't have a gun. What? That's, yeah, I said, said that. He doesn't have a gun. The question his is, weapon, wait. his weapon is a cutlass, which is an exact replica of Jat Sparrow's. He does not have a gun. Read the prompt, Jesus. It literally says that on the post. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> he doesn't have a gun. Oh, right yeah. here it says edit. Fuck you, Tim. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's to like also counter the fact that the Jedi guy trains so much but doesn't have the force. Um yeah. because like Yeah. If the fucking nah dude, fucking this okay, fucking my man Jack Sparrow does not have the weapon that he's trained with. He literally doesn't have the weapon that he's trained with. I can't think well, of a time. That's that... not true. He fights Will in the first movie with a sword. No, I'm and saying this whole... guy. This guy learned fencing. You don't fence with a fucking cutlass. Yeah. Oh, so I you think want it's, I think it's more like because like when we think of cutlass, I think we think of like a more heavy bladed curved sword. But this is like the swords, like whatever swords the pirates used, yeah. they used to fence with. Well, I, this pirates... person says a cutlass. I don't know if they know that that's the right thing or not, but like it's assuming that it's whatever Jack Sparrow normally uses to well, fight. Well, it's with. also not the right thing to not give him a gun. So, but yeah, that aside, <laughs> I mean, that's fair. We've, we've already dealt with that situation though, because it's in the post. <laughs> I this think that would make for a really <laughs> shitty question though, because it's like, okay, the guy with the gun wins. Okay, so we're kind of retconning. <laughs> we're kind of retconning and saying that like this fencing training applies to the cutlass, like use cutlass training. Yeah. Okay. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, this is not what I'm thinking of. That's like, also, like, a, a, a hold on replica. A Sorry, fake. this is an audio format. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, you guys? Uh, <laughs> We've just been doing visual bit after visual bit. Hey, the okay, next, so, hey get ready for the next one, because it's charades. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying, okay? I'm not thinking of the fucking Aladdin swords, right? Yeah, like, like I'm a, not, thinking not thinking of, of a scimitar. Yeah, I'm not thinking of a scimitar. That's a completely, completely different. I'm thinking yeah, of a yeah. cutlass, which is literally the definition of this is not a fencing tool. Like that is literally yeah. what it is not. Well, yeah, we're saying yeah. He's he's got ten years of training with a cutlass. Oh, okay. Oh, so we can change that, but we can't give him a. We're fucking not gonna gun. give him a goddamn gun. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we fucking. <laughs> okay, it looks that's like that's what the... he would do. Okay, then how about this? This is what happens. This is what happens. He goes to find a gun in the middle of the fight instead of actually fighting. No, what? Because he knows he's so outclassed by the other guy who has training in like multiple forms of martial uh, arts. Okay, okay. Let me like let me. Posit why I don't think that the guy's martial arts training matters that much because martial arts training is all kind of designed around a specific set of rules when mm. you fight because it's not like usually martial arts aren't like at, at least current day and like the way we train now I say as though I do martial arts I don't do martial arts I'm tell a me, fucking guy who has a podcast tell me that's it. martial arts but I feel like most of them are designed to be used against themselves so like if you train karate you're probably going to be fighting other people that know karate like and like you go to karate tournaments you don't use karate to fight like just some random dude on the street although you can yeah but like most yeah. most like martial arts are going to be used within their own context and they're like the understanding there is that they all have their own rules that people are going to be fighting through but the thing about the guy that trains as jack sparrow is he doesn't give a shit about any rules he's going to throw sand in your eyes and make you blind i feel that but i also want to throw this this that, that way mm-hmm. he's still trained in two martial arts yeah yeah and like, and like I, yeah like i Tommy, i see where you're coming from 100 percent, but i do not think that the difference between someone who has 10 years of two different kinds of martial arts training versus someone who has no martial arts training i don't think the difference is negligible okay. in that situation he's got fencing training yeah fencing but like okay what's he gonna do if like this dude the jedi guy if he gets into a situation where and I'm gonna get a little tactical here. If he gets into a, into a situation mm-hmm. where he could force himself and the Jack Sparrow guy into a form of like what might be considered a stalemate by kind of like I don't know using his weapon.
weapon to get rid of his opponent's weapon while sacrificing his own yeah, weapon, like then he's at a distinct advantage. Like he has more yeah. advantages to place in different play in different like the situations. He just has more ways to win. Also, this guy's also trained in like his weapon. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't think I think that they're like training is equalized at least when they both have weapons yeah. because they're both like they're both swordsmen just in different styles. But I think that if you're like used to just being trained under like sword martial arts and not having that like dirty fighting experience that Jack Sparrow has, that's more like real world fighting, I guess, or like being able to use the environment to your advantage. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's like that's a thing that I don't think really gets used a lot in martial arts because it's all expected to be in like a controlled environment on a mat yeah. or like and in Tommy a room. would know because Tommy does martial arts every day. I fucking hate this podcast <laughs> so much. Dude, I, 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 I definitely think he definitely gets some points for that because like you know if he hits him with some pocket sand that's like yeah. know, a pretty big blow. Look yeah. pocket yeah. sand is one of the strongest tactical <laughs> advantages you can you can. You have. know you know what's stronger than pocket sand though? A gun? Yes. That's a, um, well he doesn't have a gun so pocket sand is the next best Where's thing. Where's the take place? I want to touch, okay, touch on one more thing that we have yet to even discuss yet okay he's also drunk yeah oh my god yeah like a little bit dude what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay so here's what happens here's what happens one he's a little tipsy okay uh-huh. and by the time the fight goes on for like five minutes he's like hold on a second i'm getting a fucking headache bro can we just chill out for a little <laughs> yeah. bit it's hot outside you got, i don't yeah. know have you ever yeah. seen drunk people fight it's way worse than sober people fighting. Yeah, so yeah, saying. Like, no, I mean like more dangerous. Like drunk people don't give a shit. They're just gonna like beat the hell really out of people. He doesn't give a shit. And like, but they're fighting with swords because like he's he's his form's gonna be off. He won't be able to fucking parry shit in the right direction. Yeah, dude. He's gonna get used. Look, dude. he's a drunken fencing master. No, that was not in prom. <laughs> I mean, he's trained at it for 10 years. So I would expect that after training for 10 years, being perpetually drunk the whole time, you'd be good at it. Yeah. Or you'd like, be able to use it to your advantage. Yeah, well, but no, not, not, not than... being drunk. Not... Yeah, not being drunk. <laughs> it, was, it will always be a negative. It will always be a disadvantage. You will always be better if you're sober. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Even don't people so. who are like... No, Tommy, okay. <laughs> not to not to draw this parallel and accuse you of this, because that's not what I'm intending on doing, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> if you've practiced to drive drunk for 10 years, you're still going to be a better driver sober. Yes. I mean, that's fair, but just like... And so, like... Yeah. <laughs> and so, I'm, I said not to... Not to not to paint you into this corner. Yeah. But like, but I you've been painted in a fucking corner. So <laughs> I just think that the guy who's a Jedi is expecting his opponent to be way more predictable than his opponent will turn out to be. Maybe. And that Jack Sparrow's whole fighting style relies on that advantage of being unpredictable. Well, I don't think that the Jedi, well, he's not even a Jedi. I don't think fake Jedi yeah. would like, you know, try to, would be so um, arrogant as to like. Have you met the Jedi? <laughs> well, like, no. What I'm <laughs> Have you met the Jedi? <laughs> That's like their whole shit. They're like, we're better than you because we don't kill people. We just use our laser swords okay, to okay, not okay. kill them. Morally, I will cut oh. off your arms and your legs, but you will not die. Yeah, you're not going to die because I'm better than the Sith. <laughs> what I'm saying I'm is... Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, Jedi are shitheads morally. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, whenever they go into a fight, they don't just, like, half-ass it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're, but, like they're, not, they, they're not above, like focusing and paying attention to their opponent and expecting the unexpected. Right, but all of the opponents we ever see the Jedi fight are the most predictable fucking people in the whole world. It's droids and yeah, clones. That's true, it is 90% true. droids and clones. And even whenever they're fighting never, uh, even, yeah, no, wait, even when they're fighting like some clones, they still fucking die. Yeah. Maybe Jedi do suck. That's why nah. I think Jack Sparrow nah. wins. 
I no, I I'm don't think Dexter. Okay, well, yeah. you guys are wrong. That's fine. What? Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second, Tommy. Hold on a second. No. No. Jack Sparrow runs away and has his jar of dirt, and the Jedi tries to follow him, and Jack Sparrow throws a sword at him. No, that's okay. This is this is gone too far. I'm not going to entertain this any longer. All right. So enough talking about uh, jars of dirt and Jack Sparrow. I have another more important thing to tell you. What's that, Tim? Well, here it is. We need to acknowledge a fact. Your ex sucks. That old teacher that, like, screwed you over that one time? Sucks. That old best friend who put gum in your hair? Sucks. Writer's block? Sucks. My old poetry? Sucks. Hi, I'm Addie DeVelvis. I am the host of Slam Your Ex Poetry, and I'm here to yell about what sucks through poetry. Slimmer's Poetry is a bi-monthly podcast featuring me and friends. Hi. While we get together and talk about our opinions. Opinion. Indeed. Join us while we yell poetry into my sweet, sweet girlfriend, The Void, and submit your own. She's hungry. Tim, you didn't say anything. You just uh, kind of like introed the mid mid roll, like the ad for Slam Your Ex. Like you said, you were gonna say something, and you just didn't. I lied. Okay, well, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Next question. The best part about jokes is explaining. It. Yeah, be- I'm sorry. The best part about jokes is explaining. I don't get it. Oh, jokes. I thought you said jugs, and I was like, that's not very. <laughs> um, not on this family friendly podcast, right? Anyway, anyway, uh, we're gonna do one of our favorite rotating bits. Watch or botch. Ooh, um, yeah. We switched up a little bit this time. I asked him and Tommy to also come up with a movie. Yes. Uh, I'm going to kick it off real quick. Okay. You okay. Guys are cool. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I'm, I promise you mine's shit. I don't know if we should uh, end with mine. Well, we can do yours next. Nice. Okay. So cool. here we go. Um, this is my idea, and it's kind of a reboot. Okay. Um, so a new Superman movie, but it's an origin story, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Almost kind of like... Um, like uh, the first Spider-Man movie in the Raimi trilogy. Yeah. Uh, where it's just like... Marcus Superman talks about the Raimi trilogy Listen, literally every fucking day. I, <laughs> yeah, I, quarantine's I was... gotten to all of us in our different ways, but I think the strangest is how Marcus just can't stop, about, stop talking about the same Raimi yes. trilogy. Okay, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Listen to what I have to say. Where Superman's in high school and like kind of reconciling with his powers while also like becoming Superman. So like almost like a la Smallville. Mm -hmm. Okay. But different in the fact that like, instead of just being, you know, Superman, but not Superman, like he dons the cape and the costume, the whole get up and everything. It's set in modern time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like 2020, like cell phones and shit. Yeah. Superman's like, you know, probably like 15, 16, 17. Oh dude, Mm. that that just breaks the old heart, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thinking about anyone being that age at any point just hurts me inwardly. Yeah. Could you imagine having a pimple but not being able to pop it because Bro. your skin is made of metal? Right. <laughs> well, also, like, I want to, I don't know, maybe, I know that, eh, uh, let me get what you guys think about this. Uh, I know it's not exactly canon, mm-hmm. but, like, maybe it's, like, around this age mm-hmm. where he starts to discover his powers. Because, oh. like, I know that he's had them since he's been born and, yeah. like, yeah. came to Earth. But, like, around now, say... They just start appearing. Yeah. Maybe uh, it's more of a situation where this is now when he starts to realize what he can do with his powers. Like before, he just kind of like 
he since he lived with it, he never really thought about it. But yeah. now that he's getting older, uh, I guess he's like in high school, like a freshman or sophomore yeah, yeah. or something like that. It's like people are starting to think that he's really cool for it. And so he's trying to struggle with popularity and wondering if he should like show more people. Should he try to yeah. use it for his advantage? He's mm-hmm. struggling with all this different stuff he's never dealt with before. Dude, boom. There it is. Okay, so here's the idea, right? So yeah. he has had his powers for all this time. Okay. But uh, his parents, forgive me for not knowing their names. I uh, have just kind of told him like oh, Fred well, and Wilma. Yeah, Fred and Wilma from the Funk <laughs> They they say like, um, like oh yeah, like the Kent. You know, you're very <laughs> yes. yeah the Kents. They say like uh, you're Fred and Wilma Kent. Uh, you're very gifted and yeah. like you you know these powers are a blessing, but you can't show them to anybody. And so now uh, he's like you know he's going through this like teenage angst phase. Oh, rebellion, where he's like, dude. Yeah, where he's like I want to do things with this. I'm like yeah. I know I'm gifted. I want to share that with the world. I want to stop people from doing bad. Yeah. And the kids are like you can't because people will know, dude, that you're an yeah. alien, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, but I want I want yeah. people to like me. Yeah. Okay. I love this. I. The only thing I would change about it is that he doesn't have the suit yet, only because the only thing funnier than a 16-year-old flying into, like, Kansas City and fighting a giant robot is a 16-year-old in cowboy boots, blue jeans, and a plaid <laughs> shirt that's tucked in with a big old belt buckle, just flying into, a ca- like, a fucking robot, and everybody's yeah. like, who's this country-ass motherfucker that just flew in? Yeah. Um, I think he does need the suit, or else this is just Smallville the movie. So I mean that's fair. Yeah, watch, watch or botch. I would, I would watch. watch it. Hell yeah, I, I think it'd it. make a good movie because I think like Smallville, like on its own, was more about like the relationships that yeah, Superman developed with like the people around him and yeah, like yeah. how his powers related to that. But I think it would be better in this form as a short form movie because it could just be like, oh, I have powers. Yeah. Oh, I start using them to make everybody think I'm cool, and yeah. then I realize I can shoot laser beams out of my eyes, and this gets a lot harder. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Winky, what do you got? So, it is a sequel to The Matrix, right? Matrix 1, 2, or 3? Matrix 1. Oh, shit. It's a sequel to Matrix 1. So, like a deviance in the timeline. Yeah, 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 kind of. Uh, But it is uh, told from the perspective of Tank and Dozer, the two brothers that were on the ship. Yeah, yeah. uh, In a Lion King one and a half style. Honestly, I feel like a lot of movies could really benefit from a Lion King one and a half style sh- yeah. like yeah. movie show episode. So you get like a like just like a lot of backstory on everything about them, yeah, and yeah. then it's but it's just like completely stupid shit. Yeah. Like they're they're they get like jumped into the Matrix to do some low level job, and in the mm. background, like through a window, you can see Neo yes. fighting all of the Mister uh, all of the like um, what's the agent Agent Smith Agent Smith yeah yeah in that like. One really well, big fight scene. Aren't Tank and Dozer? They can't go in, right? Like they're oh right, yeah, they're they just can't base go in. humans. Yeah, they're just, yeah. Humans. they're just humans. They're Damn. fresh. They got no. They don't. They don't have the bits. Yeah, they haven't been tapped, bro. So they're they're just talking about what it's like to to live under the earth and away from the machines. And yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit would be crazy. That would be crazy. I always felt like they needed more backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe mine was not shit. You know what? I thought yeah, mine no, was yeah. Cool. I feel like great about it, but now you know what? I'm kind of stuck on the middle though, because just because like I don't know like what the driving force would be. I what think do you it'd mean? be like I just don't know what what they would be up to. I think it'd be cool if like Tank and Dozer ended up being like, because like after the first Matrix, um, don't they lose the ship or is that in the second? I can't remember. I, spoilers, bro. Okay, it's just... a fucking like twenty <laughs> year old movie. <laughs> anyway, but like. At some point, like, part of the story is going to be about them being off of the ship 
And yeah. I think it'd be cool if they were Junkers. Oh, like, well, it's completely, like, uh, like it's backstory. Because, like, in Lion King 1 yeah. and a half, you don't yeah. get any, like, present-day, uh, like, what happens in the first movie. It's yeah. all backstory. Yeah. Then maybe the whole movie is about them, like... Because, like, humans have lost all of their technology. Yeah. They're the ones that figure out, like, how to repurpose, like, old broken machines and stuff into the ship that they then use to find Neo. And, like, they help Morpheus design the, like, code that helps him find Neo in the Matrix and stuff like that. So they're, like, the ones that are, like... Yeah, you know what? Watch. Yeah, I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be really great. I think it'd be a really good idea. Hmm. I really like the idea of, uh, like just these fucking dudes living under whatever fucking planet they're on and then this they tell the story of how they met this fucking morpheus dude and it's just like yeah, they dude. get the like the whole red pill blue pill scene is yeah. like there except for it's completely different because they are <laughs> they're already in the real world yeah. <laughs> oh my god so everybody else is living in this thing called the matrix where yeah. everything is simulated and anything can happen but nobody knows it and they're like so it's like dreaming and he's like Kind of, but it's all controlled by machines. And they're like, so the machines help you dream? <laughs> he's like, look, you don't get it. You weren't in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. You just don't fucking get you it. You just don't, don't fucking understand. Dude. You don't understand. All right, Tommy. Yeah. And then he gives them an Advil or like a fucking <laughs> fish oil pill. And he's like, one of these is really good for your heart, but the other one gives sort of headaches. Um, mine... I feel like I do a lot of repurposing of Seinfeld, but I feel like it's a really easy cultural touchstone. But mine is a new season of Seinfeld. It's a new season of Seinfeld. And it's kind of running off the idea that Seinfeld was kind of the basis for a lot of modern sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think they came in to, like, help train the car- the cast of Friends and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Friends is a modern sitcom. I mean... It kind of is. Well, like you know, it's more Seinfeld, modern than like, Seinfeld is. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm being. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You pedantic uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is also assuming that we can bring the cast from Seinfeld to present day without them aging or anything like that. Okay. Like we would still have Jerry Seinfeld from when he was like thirty right. or whatever. But and Kramer's not racist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like it's it's just the cast of Seinfeld, cool. not their weird, not their real actors. life personals. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Um. But each episode of the season is either in the style of or takes place in the same universe as different sitcom style shows that have come out since uh, Seinfeld. Uh. So like, there's an episode of Parks and Rec where Tom quits his job at the Parks Department and starts working for a spam email company, and he sends a spam email to George, who believes it, and then George accidentally joins Tom in a weird like fashion investment and he keeps telling jerry about it and jerry keeps trying to tell george that it's not a real thing and kramer is ron's new assistant (laughs) um or like there's the office where george and dwight become best friends and jerry has to team up with michael and jim who's really not wanting to be there but gets drug along anyway because michael makes him and they have to try and break up the best friendship between george and dwight holy shit okay okay i feel like i would want to watch this but i don't know if i'd be able to get through it because i'm sure it'd be so fucking cringy oh it sure would i think oh my god i like what you have here Mm -hmm. tommy can i can i oh please throw in this is this is the uh the cutting room floor okay yeah i think that it i think that your parks and rec one is a really good concept but if we had elaine be ron's new assistant yes and then also kramer is the one who gets suckered into the 
spam email. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh trying to think, how does George fit into this? Oh, George is pissed about something with the parks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Obvious. Yeah. Yeah. George, George, George yeah. is pissed about something in the parks and um, keeps trying to get Jerry upset about it, but it's something that's really not important. Yeah. <laughs> and Jerry's like, I'm not, I'm not sure that's a big deal, George. Yeah. And George is like trying to convince uh, him. Then George, re- like, yeah, George redirects his rage at Jerry for not giving a shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Classic George. Yep. I've never watched Seinfeld before. Um, oh, sorry. The only other episode ideas I had, you can feel free to throw in other sitcoms. They don't even have to be like Community. Fully, that's actually, actually one of the ones I have. Okay. Yeah, I, was uh, I was about to say, like, yeah, yeah, give me a fucking Community I, episode I, and I'm on board. <laughs> I have two or two or three more that like are just like basic concepts. Um, one for the Big Bang Theory where the four guys meet George at a bar or something and they have a conversation but George accidentally kind of convinces them that he is a genius. I was actually just about to say <laughs> and they, that. They oh, invite George no. to give a speech at like some like big tech conference that they're going to. Yeah. And George accepts and then doesn't realize because he's kind of riding the high of being like one of the boys yeah, yeah. until he gets out. And then he, Jerry, and Kramer and Elaine have to figure out what George's speech is going to be or like talk ted talk essentially yeah. is going to be about mm-hmm. where he doesn't get found out that he's not a fucking oh my god that he's a fucking moron and then there's community <laughs> the only note i have for the community one because i haven't watched community i don't know a lot about that show but it's just that kramer goes to college <laughs> <laughs> oh god and then the last one great. is the good place and it's just the last episode where they all die and then they go to their own specific version of the good place where like life just kind of works out for them, oh. but we get to see what their life works out yeah. in that way. Oh. Ah. And the show with everyone being dead. Yeah. yeah. There's no better way to do that because then you can't ever make a sequel. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Do you guys have any other ideas for the community episode? No. I think that's, I think just, that's a I good think one. That's, honestly, yeah, Kramer getting an acceptance letter, letter from Greendale Community College because he wants to get his BA need. or something. Yeah. 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 Like, but I feel that's like, the only place that would take him. Yeah. What, what would Kramer go to college for? I want to say like business or yeah, something. I was say, something. Underwater something. basket weaving, yeah, some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, some fucking dumb shit. Like literally the dumbest shit he could imagine. Kramer goes to college for computer programming and then immediately switches his major because he doesn't know how it works. <laughs> but he switches to English and then, or no, that's that's the whole episode. Is Kramer keeps switching his major and trying oh. to figure it out, and it's him like going back to Jerry and George and Elaine and being like. I just don't know how this works. Yep. And they're like, neither do I, because I'm a fucking comedian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm trying to think of another good like sitcom that they could like insert themselves into. It doesn't also it also doesn't have to be set in the real world. It could be like animated. Like wow. there could be an episode where they're in Arlington, Texas. Oh and my god. It, they're like Jerry's one of the guys that stands on the street and drinks beer with Dale and like Hank Hill and all of them. Yeah, yeah. And like who's the blonde girl in Hey, uh, King of the Hill. Luann. Luann. Luann just happens, just so happens to be best friends with Elaine, and Elaine's ah. in town for like okay something. Dude, Would you like... say that King of the Hill is a sitcom? I think so. I think well, it's probably Greg... the closest thing we have yeah. to like a, a true animated sitcom because there's very few like yeah. if any supernatural elements to it. Greg yeah. Daniels worked on it. Like he was the one of the executive producers. Oh shit. Him and Mike Judge. But anyway, um, uh, I think good old Mikey. <laughs> I think the way that it works out is. Uh, Jerry starts dating Luann, and this is one of the this is one of those episodes where like Jerry like finds something weird about his girlfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Elaine starts working with Peggy whenever she's working at um, Peggy's working at the real estate place, mm-hmm. and Kramer moves in across the street from Hank on Rainy Street. Mm-hmm. and is like you know fucking up whatever and he George- just doesn't take care of his lawn <laughs> yeah and hank just gets more and more pissed off about it throughout the show like he's like 
how can a man not take pride in his own yard? Yeah. And Kramer's just letting the weeds grow up and like, yeah, I think all that- of his windows are broken. <laughs> <laughs> like- Hank, Hank gets mad at Kramer for this, for all this happening. And then George gets mad on Kramer's behalf because Hank keeps telling him what to do. And so, <laughs> so George is like kind of picking this fight with Hank. <laughs> God. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think George's whole thing would be like, Kramer, you can't let someone talk to you like that. Like this is oh your own house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh man. Kramer's like, yeah. I've never had a house before. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess that's what like you're that. supposed to do. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say watch on Parks and Rec, watch on Office, watch yeah. on King of the Hill, watch on Big Bang Theory, surprisingly, because that actually mm. sounds like a pretty good hook. Uh, watch on Community? Watch on Community. So really just fuck The Office. No, I was going to say botch on um, The Good Place. Yeah. I just don't think those were as strong of right. hooks as the other ones. But yeah, that's a good uh, idea, Tom. Cool. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I like that. I think I would watch. I, I I think the only one I wouldn't watch is The Office, and the only reason I wouldn't watch it is because I hate the idea of doing any more Office content. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's really just it. Like, I don't want to see those fuckers do anything else. Like, just fucking stop. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 kind of run its course. Yeah. Would you you wouldn't watch a reunion season if they came out with one? Uh, probably not. I honestly, don't think I would. Honestly, like. Probably not. I, I don't think they should. Well, because, like, The Office was the best before it got to the later seasons. And so oh, a reunion... No. Yeah, well, I think definitely Steve Carell leaving Yeah, is, like, kind of what signaled the end to me. Uh, I did like I did like some, like, um, the seasons where Andy was mm-hmm. manager. I liked mm-hmm. those, but it, it did kind of, like, lose its footing a little bit, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have a very unpopular opinion on that front. Uh, I love Steve Carell. I love most things he yeah. does. I watched all of that new show that he just did on Netflix. Um, fucking, I kind of liked The Office a little bit better after he left. Really? Uh, I feel like uh, I didn't think The Office had run its course at that point, but I think that he had run his course on The Office. Oh, oh that's fair. I can kind of see that. Yeah, and yeah. I liked the new direction they had taken it. Um, yeah. That's of true. course, I don't think that, you know, I don't, I, I don't think, uh, I don't know. It's hard to describe. Like, I love Steve Carell and I loved him in The Office, but I was, I was fine with him leaving. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I do get that because it, it does, especially if you just watch the earlier seasons, they start to kind of feel Michael centric, which is kind of yeah, a part sure. of his character. But like, um, I feel like they could have done a bit more in those stories with characters that weren't just solely focused yeah. around Michael's problems. But I get that. All right, boys. Last question for us. Gimme. Would you rather live in a trash can and only eat old trash food like a little garbage boy and also have nuts that stick out of the back <laughs> oh of your... Oh, my God. Listen, listen. And also have a nut sack that sticks out the back of your legs like a cat or take a tab of LSD every time uh, you're about to have an important conversation for the rest I of I have life. logistical questions. Okay. <laughs> the nut sack. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. This is... Of course, Tommy would have questions about the nut sack. Well, I, I just... It's it's integral to a lot of things down there. Yeah. Does your dick move with it, or does it stay in the same place? No, you're, yeah, your your wee wee's exactly where it is right yeah, now. Yeah, Tommy, okay. thank you. Language, but... please say wee wee. <laughs> your wee wee's exactly. Sorry, where I forgot it is now. this was a family friendly podcast. <laughs> yeah. But like you know, like whenever like um, a cat with balls, yeah, like they're like it kind of like bends around the back. Mm-hmm. That's what your that's what your sack would do. So would it hurt? No. It's like that's the way God they, makes you. <laughs> it's just like that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just like that. So it's I, I have nuts that stick out the back of my legs like a cat. <laughs> and do I, have, do I, also, I walk on four legs all the time? No. Good. And yeah. uh, I also have like 
So I have to do that and eat trash out of the garbage like a little trash man? Yeah. Well, no, you also live in a trash... I feel like you guys... I'll read it one more time. Would you rather live in a trash can and only eat trash food like a little garbage boy and have nuts that stick out the back of your legs like a cat? Yeah. Or... So effectively, you are a cat here. No. You're, you're, you're a human... You walk on two legs. The only thing is you live in a trash can and eat trash food like a little garbage boy and also have nuts that stick out the back of your legs like a cat. For one, to eat trash like a little garbage boy is yeah. effectively becoming the little garbage boy. Well, no, you just eat like a little garbage boy. Okay, so you eat like a little garbage boy and you have nuts like a little garbage boy. No, I think that makes you, you don't a have nuts like a little garbage boy. Oh my god, you don't have nuts like a little garbage boy. <laughs> no, you your have nuts like sticks out the back of your legs like a cat. Yeah, like a little garbage boy. What do you mean? You're not listening. What you say I am? I'm saying like I feel like you just haven't seen many little garbage boys. Yeah, Marcus, Marcus this is what oh I'm saying. I'm God. not saying that you are literally a cat. I'm saying you might as well be at that point. No, that's you're not listening. <laughs> In all <laughs> levels except for physical, I'm a cat. <laughs> In all levels except for physical, I'm a little garbage boy. <laughs> anyway, would you rather would you rather do that or take a tap of LSD every time you're about to have an important conversation for the rest of your life? How do I get to make the LSD? No, no, this is like some top grade like fucking Send like it's to, good stuff. Like send you to the fucking moon. Like we talking one fifty two hundred. I don't know. I've never. I LSD. literally have no idea what being on LSD is like. What taking yeah. it is like. Anything about it. But I would okay. definitely take the second option. <laughs> I'm talking about CC's like in Mario Party. <laughs> I mean Mario Kart. <laughs> it's two fifty CC's, but you only get to use the motorcycles. Oh no, the motorcycles are actually the best ones though. Yeah, if you hate Mario Kart. What the hell, dude? <laughs> You've never used the motor, the right motorcycles, Tommy. No, they just don't drift right. They drift. They're, they're the best. Never mind. Answer the question. I would do the second one because it would make my life so much more interesting, and I could still get to eat food. Well, like I a feel person. like the interesting first one would make your your life pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, but in the bad way. Uh, well, I feel like I feel the like acid would make it that. interesting in the bad way, in like the worst of ways. No, I don't think so. Because oh, okay. like, like one, I feel like. And again, I don't know the mechanics of how any of this works, but I feel like it would take a second for it to kick in. Like, you don't just, like, pop it in and it activates. Nothing does that. Taking Not even cough drops do that. Saying something orally and holding it in your mouth right there is the quickest way to get drugs in your system. I mean, yeah. Aside but from, like, like, snorting it, maybe. Yeah, but even if I did that with, like, an ibuprofen, it would still take a while for my headache to go away. Well, no, I'm That's saying, like, this, the acid kicks in, like, right before you're... Okay, so it it's just, like, like it immediately takes effect? Yeah. Okay, I still think it would make my life way more interesting, though, because I feel like there would be a lot of opportunities for me to bumble my way into a really good conversation. Oh, my God. I would just never have an important conversation ever again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I would just never do that. That being said, I'm definitely taking a little garbage boy. I nice. am going to live in the trash with my cats and raccoon brethren. Yeah, see, here's here's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You can still, like, I, this is kind of a sneaky deaky that I'm going to pull on you guys. Mm -hmm. You could still put your trash can inside of a house. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what so. I'm arguing. I don't think that's fair. And then you just have to eat, you know, you could eat scraps. Which isn't that bad. It's just like leftovers that have been in the trash. You have to eat garbage. Yeah, that's that's you just the have to thing. Eat trash food. I didn't that's say you have the to eat fucker garbage. part of it for me. It's that I have to eat trash food. I can never have good food ever again. Well, no, you can have really good food just as long as it's been thrown in the trash first. Yeah, I know. I can never have good food again because who's gonna throw <laughs> away a fucking steak? 
Maybe. Get you your go. roommates you to go. do it. Put your trash can outside of like a mansion or like a five-star restaurant. Ooh. I'm saying this is a lot of fucking work for me to also have the option to just take LSD all the time. <laughs> Zombie, but if you take LSD all the time, it sticks in your spinal fluid. And then 20, 30 years down the road, and you're like, you're, you're, you're turning your back in, in a weird way, and then all of a sudden you're tripping again, Tommy. Let, let me make something very clear. Okay. If I've ever talked to somebody that has either given off the vibe that they used to do a lot of LSD or gives off the vibe that they currently do a lot of LSD, they've been a very interesting person. Yeah. Not exactly, like, a very successful person and not exactly, like, a person with a great quality of life. But they're very interesting. And it sounds like their life is, like, a roller coaster at all times. And I would much rather rap that over the stability of a trash can. Well, can I... (laughs) Can I oh, can I throw me. this at you? Is it more LSD? No. Is it trash? You're talking to like you said. You know, anytime you talk to a person who has done LSD, done a lot of LSD, life's like a roller coaster, and that's you know uh, interesting. The, my question that I want to throw to you is: Have you ever talked to someone with balls that stick out the back of their legs like a cat? Tommy does every single night when he looks in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I turn around and shake them back and forth. You know that, like, TikTok fad where they're like, every day yeah, yeah, yeah. things are getting closer. Dun, dun. Yeah, that's, that was started by me, but it was me slapping my nutsack against the back oh, of my legs. My nice. God. Okay, cool. We're going to call it done with right this. there. Oh, my God. That's our last goof. We just want to say special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams and Max Nolan Young, for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and taking LSD every time they have an important conversation. <laughs> You can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at Antler And most importantly, we would like to thank you, our listeners, because without you, we would not have a show to put on. If you would like to submit a question, and hey, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm looking at you. Send in your freaking submissions, man. I will I, I will come into your house and beat you up. Send in a Don't submission. I won't do that. Anyway, you can send a submission by shooting us an email at versusextremecast at gmail.com or DMing or tagging us on Twitter at versusextreme. And you can find more episodes of Versus Extreme on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday, but please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes. It really helps us in the algorithms. It gets other people to be able to hear the great goofs that you've come to know and love. Also, please hit us up on Twitter this week and weigh in on who you think would win in the most divisive question of this week, which I believe was the guy who thinks he's a Jedi versus the guy who thinks he's Jack Sparrow, only because I think that Jack Sparrow would win and that I want a second opinion because I feel like I was uh, teamed up against and that it was unfair and that that (laughs) you guys did not give pocket sand enough of hey, an opportunity to shine. Here's something. Boo-hoo. Hold on, one thing, one more thing. Oh my god. If this guy hadn't explained further whatever bullshit he explained, if he hadn't gone so in-depth, I would have been on Jack Sparrow's side 100%. Yeah, because you wanted Jack Sparrow to have a gun. <laughs> no, the episode's over. We're not talking about this anymore. And if you, So if you like this episode, <laughs> please tell a friend. And word of the mouth is the best way to get new listeners. Um, we love doing the, uh, making this podcast and sharing it with people. So, uh, hey, if you want to be a part of that, more power to you. Uh, make sure you're listening to Slam Your Ex. It's a good podcast. Mm-hmm. Get that poetry, baby. Uh, what else we got? That's I think it. that's everything. Stay uh, safe. Stay out safe. There. Wear a mask. Stay socially distanced. Go to protests. Yep, yep. Um, yep. Don't listen to cops. Yep. World's burning, so carry a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Um, I'm Marcus Driscoll. 
Good night, San Francisco. I'm Tommy Calhoun, and I never get the girl. And I'm Tim, and I love you. Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.